Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. And as always, some places already into the future, it's Wednesday. So I wanted to do a show today um, about energy inventory. And this is an area that um, I work with a lot, both personally on my own journey, as well as the work that I do at working with uh, spiritual and shamanic healing. And this is an area where we continue to look more at where are we storing our energy? What are we supplying our energy into? Oftentimes we have energy that's stuck in the deep in the past or maybe even a past life, or we may have that energy in the future already instead of having all of our energy in this present moment in this experience. So I want to talk a little bit about energy inventory and that and give you a couple tools to work with to bring that energy back into place. And this is something you can do typically during sacred time. If you have that set out in the morning or whenever you are doing that and really spending just a couple minutes in the beginning of your day. And then of course, at the end of the day to bringing that into your experience, you can bring your fully all of your energy back into this because when we spread our energy out too much of course this is going to cause health issues and things of that nature so i wanted to really spend some time on this because it is a question that i do get asked a lot and it always comes up in sessions when i'm doing private sessions with people as well and then people usually have those questions in in the courses that i teach as well and today i also wanted to talk about totem animals as a as a as a whole piece usually i focus on one spotlight one particular type of uh, totem medicine and we talk about that particular animal but I wanted to talk about the totem animals as a collective because there is such a strong not only interest in that but the totem animals particularly the master totem animals we usually have a few but primarily usually one of them and but we have lots of totem animals in our energy field and our energy system that are that are helping us along the way. So I wanted to talk about the the totem animals in general and primarily the master totem animal that we we connect with on a on a on a daily basis. Sometimes we know it, sometimes we don't. And then starting in in a little bit we'll we'll start with a heart opening meditation as I always like to do. One of the things that I have started to notice is that um, as I'm doing um, deeper, deepening my channels and, and I do channeling every day with spirit and connecting with different realms and, and bringing that information because that's, that's what I do and then I write about it and share it on social media and put it in the books that I'm writing and all that kind of stuff. But one of the th- things that's coming up in, in terms of energy as we always like to start out talking a little bit about what the energy is. And this isn't, um, I'm definitely not um, a person that 
is an expert in astrology, so that isn't where my, my channel Sometimes it par- it's parallel to that, but it's what I channel from the soul frequencies and then the different realms that I work with. But one of the, the areas that's coming up, and there's always a practical awareness when we start to, in our, in our spiritual pathway, something that's consistent is, is being able to work through our shadows. And it's sometimes surprising that that word shadow is still a scary thing for a lot of people um, because of different, whether that's religion or spirituality or um, new age, whatever that experience is. But, but shadows are something that we need to be consistently working on and not just working on, but working through. So right now we're going through another what I call a pool of, of really strong shadow energy. And as I mentioned, we continually have these experiences where we can work through our shadows and, and really lore, that's where we learn the most about who we are. And so within this week, and um, as we're just really in Tuesday, Wednesday, um, moving into that experience as the weeks follow, we're going to, you're going to see more of that, that pull to work in your shadows or you'll be confronted by um, some of your bigger shadows. And the bigger shadows are always the ones that are, are front forward and most important in this particular time. Now, shadows are not something you need to be afraid of because we have to understand we have both. We're full of light. We also have darkness with, within us, and those are the shadow pieces. And so where we learn the most about who we are and most importantly our opening of destiny is in those shadows. So once we start to travel through the shadows, we, the sh- and shadows are really about expressing those pieces of ourselves that are undeveloped or that have been proclaimed as unlovable or different areas of ourself that we're not quite sure if we're pushed to that limit, how we will respond. That's an undeveloped area. And also when we talk a lot about experiencing areas where we're noticing we're pulling in deeper sensitive energy where it's just making us more and more and more sensitive, especially if you're an empath or you're spiritually sensitive, and you're just starting to notice more of that sensitivity rolling in. Those are all pieces of expressions of shadow. Um, That's hyping up, if you will, because there's something to look at. So we always want to pay attention to that and not run from it. And as, as always with anything that we are developing, such as shadows, such as obstacles, all those pieces, is we don't want to try to move around it, underneath it, over it. We want to move through it. And that's where we learn the depth, the deep, deep experiences of of who we are. So, and I can always tell when there is a lot of, um, this is another clue (laughs) that there are big experiences coming in that are about diving deep is there starts to be a lot of surface stuff going on if you look on social media just about every other program that's being advertised on uh, 
for instance, like Facebook, it's all about you too can make six figures. You too in three days can have 500 likes or 5,000 likes. You too can have this. You too can have that. And uh, there's a lot of those mainstream type courses going on out there. And those are fine. You can have those and it's, it'll be fine. But the question you want to ask yourself with those, and I encourage teachers that teach that type of awareness, if you will, or product, is to ask the question, that, ask this question. It's great that you can receive that. But if you receive that, do you, will you know who you are? If you started to make six figures, would you know who you are? If it all disappeared in 24 hours, would you be okay and would you know who you are? So this is the time where we want to dive deep beyond that surface fluff that's out there and start really looking at who we are. Not who someone else is, not someone else's system, but experiences and wisdom and information that's going to help you open up your own experience of your own wisdom and your own knowledge because you have it. And that's what you discover through your shadows. And of course, lots of times we need assistance, whether that's coaching, whether that's therapy, whether that's a a class, a retreat, a book, a magazine, whatever those, those areas are. But time is really not on our side anymore. And it's important that we understand we have to dive deep. We have to let go of the static. We have to let go of the wanting to be like everybody else and be who we are. Because that's why we're here to figure that out so we can uh, help humanity. We're here for humanity. And once we move from the head to the heart, and that's what shadow really helps you do, in, in many ways, you then can supply your whole presence and your whole beingness into humanity. Because that's why we're here. We're not here for, for separate self. And it's important to, to, to make that difference and start to look at it from that perspective. And we do. We have that. And I've talked about it many times on this podcast where... Our first part of our journey always is maybe a little bit of ego pressed in there and then we move into separate self and we linger with that for just a little bit until we to find our way through that and then we start to explore what we have activated, initiated and illuminated through healing, through presence of our own conscious awareness, our own wisdom, our own sacredness, that innocence piece. And then we supply that into humanity. And the more that we start to dive deep into that, then everyone is supported through that. But as I mentioned, time's not really on our side anymore. So we have to start looking at moving out of those static, out of the static, I should say, out of the distractions and start looking at the really deep healing work and not that superficial. So you can always tell when there's something really big coming in that everyone needs to look at. 
we start seeing a lot of the surface stuff coming in. So just be very cautious of that. And you'll do what you do. And it's, it's something to be very just cautious of because there's a lot of it. And it's a lot of it's very fake and superficial. So just be aware that you want to supply your energy and things that help you explore who you are so you can better assist humanity. And everyone will make their choices based on what, what they feel they're connected to and what they're feeling called to do. All right. Okay, so that really leads us right into our topic today. But first, I want to do a little bit of a heart-centering meditation to get us into the flow of that. So I just wanted to bring that shadow piece in because you're going to start noticing that getting stronger and stronger and stronger in the weeks to come because there's a real strong wisdom piece in that for each and every person. It doesn't matter where you are in your pathway. You'll feel it and experience it. And you'll process it however you need to process it. Of course, that's what we're supposed to do. So if you're able to do the meditation, you can do this right along with us, or you can uh, wait and catch the archive on my website at eddiemullins.com and then listen to it at, at that particular time. So we go ahead and we just take a nice deep breath, just a natural breath all the way through the body, and just releasing everything that you've experienced in this day so you can be fully present to your energy to your heart into this experience and anything that may be going on in the next breath that's happening after whether you're listening live or on the um, recording of this this process this um, podcast I should say again nice big breath this time bringing it to the center of the spine the hara line and just let yourself breathe through the heart and through the earth, allowing yourself to expand, allowing yourself to move into that space of freedom. And again, just releasing anything that feels out of balance or out of harmony that is not yours, that you perhaps collected along the way, and just send it into the earth, send it into the experience. And just bring your in intention to the heart. And just bring that intention to expanding the heart and opening the energy field and the energy alignment of the heart, the earth grids, the sacred space of the heart. And just feel that beautiful heart energy moving through your body, moving through your presence allowing you to come into that space of the authentic soul and heart and field of compassion. And just allow that beautiful heart energy to roll and move through your entire body from the top of your head all the way down to your feet. And just feel that state of presence and truth. Take a moment to find that space of silence as you breathe through the heart. Surrendering and releasing. Big breath in. And gently release 
Again, just using very silent, gentle breath. Breathing love in, breathing love out. Inhale, exhale love. If we come back into this time and this space, fully aware of our presence, perhaps any short messages we receive during this short centering with the earth through the heart meditation, and we come back into the physical body, into the physical room that you're in, and we gently open our eyes. All right. As always, I remind you, sometimes during those just really brief, just taking some some breaths and or just becoming more connected to the body, we get those very deep messages. So I always encourage people to you know make sure you write those down <laughs> or journal about them when they do come up, because as I mentioned, the usually a lot of times the shorter meditations are just taking some time to connect back to the inside of your body or the inside of the heart. We get really sharp, deep messages that are are very valuable and useful. So always write those down, and because it's it's sometimes hard to remember those as we go through this this process of what what happens. So once again today, I wanted to talk a little bit about energy inventory. And before we started today, in case you just joined us, we were talking about how the shadow energy is going to start to rev up more. It's always ongoing, of course. But as the weeks come, we'll we'll feel more of that presence. And that's where you want to go really deep into the presence of your your destiny, your heart, and really start to look at that space of humanity the heart of humanity and why you're here and what the presence of that is and start to look at that surrender piece. I taught a class last week on on that very topic of surrender. And I have to say it's one of the most, uh, this year, one of the most powerful courses that I've, I've taught. And a lot of the people that were in it had really profound experiences of having a different viewpoint on what surrender means and how that is the, a, a very a deep projection of what we're here to do is really surrender all these pieces and it helps us to move fully into more of our earth and spirit connections so we can walk more in sacred unity. So when we start to look at energy inventory and it's, it's a great, great exercise or experience to do in the morning is start to look at it or ask yourself the question, where is my energy in this moment? A lot of times we have so many um, pieces of our energy or our frequency of our energy locked into the past. And so we always want to reclaim our energy. And there are definitely um, different um, exercises you can do or modalities you can use to bring those unlock those energies and bring them more into a deeper space. But the one thing I always like to do in the morning, if I feel there's a misplacement of my energy is to look at where, where it's at and simply just using some breathing techniques of just going deep, like kind of like what we just did in the meditation, but calling the energy to come back into the present moment because it does it really doesn't any do any good being in the past because that keeps us stuck again in that past so simply in regards to your energy simply recalling your energy into those those present moments and and doing the same thing in the evening before maybe you go to bed 
is to bring your energy into the present moment and not let it be stuck in the day. Maybe you had a stressful day. Maybe you had something happening. And those situations, you'll, you know, pr- perhaps you have to deal with them and, and work with them or heal through something or give it some other type of attention. But bring that energy into your body, into your presence, so you're not spreading yourself too thin. And that's oftentimes why people feel so drained of energy. They feel very tired is because their energy is not in this present moment. So all you have to simply do is declare that your energy be in this present moment. And there are other times where energy can be the the core of the energy is stuck in those experiences. Let's say you had something happen when you were seven years old. And so what you want to do is simply just closing your eyes, center, ground yourself to the earth, and just breathe a few times through the earth and go back to that experience and simply, just like we had previously, we're previously talking about, is just reclaim that energy, call that energy back into this experience or even setting an intention of where you want to Focus that energy. Maybe you, something happened when you're seven years old and it's affecting your relationship or your, it's affecting you being present to opening up that field of compassion. Maybe you're going to re- recall that energy so you can be more in a compassionate state of being, which is a natural state of being for all of us. And let yourself just sink through those layers of when you were seven years old, what your intention is of, let's just say it's um, living more in that compassionate field and feel that come back to you. And if there was something that was happening or something that another person involved and you took on that experience of their energy, then you want to just return it in a compassionate way, never harsh or direct because then that just, it just makes it, the the ties and the binds stronger and pulls more of your energy out of it because you're then using rage or deep deep emotions and we want to reclaim the experience so it really flows down then the hara line sometimes people call that the prana the prana area but the hara line allows you to illuminate and this is where then you start to feel over time you will start to feel more energy and you'll have more energy to supply to your, your soul's destiny, your, your meaning for being here into humanity, but always remaining to have that energy and that experience with where you are in this present moment. So that's just a couple, a couple areas, but that, that focusing that energy in the morning and, and calling it back into you so you can walk through your day with all of your energy in the present moment. I call that the true nature energy and being able to walk within that sacred unity of, of being present to those experiences. So always very important to incorporate that somewhere along the way. And it, it really, you only have to, you know, maybe a minute, do it for a minute to, you know, obviously the more that you do it, the more you'll drop deeper into layers and it becomes very, very, uh, powerful, and that's one of the the pieces when we talk about shamanism. That's a big piece of what sh- shamanic healing is all about: is helping and assisting 
people to reclaim their own energy and power and understand how it functions and flows within your body and within your life and where where do you have those pieces of energy so it's really about how to have the capability let me just re-say that have the capability of holding more energy within your field and supplying that and that's where healing and working with shadows and understanding more of who you are comes in because the more you have that the more you can expand into your truth in, in those lines so always exciting to guide and assist and, and work with with people on that so i also today wanted to talk about uh the totem animals just a little bit and the totem animals when we talk about t- the totem usually we will have one master totem animal and then we have lots of other uh, totem animals within our energy system starting to notice the totem animals starting to speak up more. As I'm out walking and cars are going by or people are walking by, I, I'm starting to notice the totem stepping out and looking because it's one of my, one of my uh, areas of uh, the, a focus is the, the totem animals and power animals and spirit animals. So there's a calling of the, the totem animals and sometimes they're present, but the human is disconnected from them. So that's where we get into um, very similar to soul retrieval, only it is a, a power animal or totem animal retrieval and moving into that. So make sure you are connecting with your totem animal. Now, the totem animal, what that means, I mean, we could go on for hours about this because there's so much information to working with your totem animals. But your totem animals is something that you you arrive here with. And oftentimes you can see it in the person's appearance, but the master totem doesn't always have to be in the facial appearance. It can actually be in the body shape as well. But that totem animal, oftentimes there's a a parallel to the personality and characteristics of the human being a lot of times. But it's what the medicine that that animal offers is what you're aligned to. And oftentimes when you go even deeper into the layers of that, what you're connecting to is the medicine piece is related to your soul's destiny. So people tend to be very um, question, very much in question is what is their life purpose? I usually like to work more with a destiny because that's more um, of who we are as a, a destiny being. So the totem animal really helps you to works as a guide, number one, very much like a spirit guide or a guardian angel, but works to help you be more of who you are through the presence of your destiny. And like I said, we have a lot of totem animals within our energy system because it's, it's who we are. So make sure you start to connect with your totem animals. And I'm probably going to do a sh- uh, podcast coming up on how to, how to do that more specifically. But um, this is something that is very common. People are very much aware with. They're either very aware of it or they're very uncomfortable with it. People still are very um, uncomfortable with animals being guides for whatever reason. Um, and then on the other level, people are very much bring more of it and bring more of it in. You know, last year I taught like something like, I think, 25 classes on on uh, totem animals. 
individual totem animals. So there's definitely an interest there. So <laughs> so just look at where, where you are with that and, and connect with that totem within you and start to look at the, the medicine awareness, the medicine teaching, the medicine guidance, and that helps you drop more into your awareness of your destiny, your, your, what your soul is calling you into, as well as your assistance for humanity. And so that's always important just to pay attention to that, that space. So that's a little bit about totem animals. It, it has a lot to do with the personality, the characteristics, but most, the most important piece is that medicine piece. What medicine piece does your totem animal represent? And not just the, you know, I don't always like to just include the master totem animal, but there, there are many, as I have mentioned. But to look at all those medicine pieces and how they relate, it also helps you to go, when you look at that medicine piece of the totem animals, it helps you to go deeper into what healing that you need, what journey you need to take with your own healing. So it's very important to to explore all of that. As always, this time always goes by fast, so 30-minute podcast. So. so as always, if you're interested in a private session, I do have private sessions via my website at eddiemullins.com, and I'm going to be adding a animal totem um, service that is going to be available on my website very, very soon. So I'm going to be shifting some of that, some of my services, but I do have my uh, mentorship program also available. So um, I have openings in that, and that's a one-on-one program. And it lasts for eight weeks, or nine weeks. We moved it up to nine weeks now. And so if you are ready for that next level of your spiritual pathway or your shamanic pathway, make sure you check that out and see if that sounds like something that is in alignment for you because it's a very... um, powerful experience and and I and I thoroughly enjoy it because I do enjoy helping people to reconnect to their own voice and their own power to help them live through their their true nature to assist in humanity and the world. So I wish you a beautiful beautiful rest of whatever part of the day that you are in and just take some time to connect to your shadows, connect to your totem animals. And most importantly, recall that energy back into the present moment so you can fully be in the, the deepest alignment of why you're here on this earth. Thank you so much, everybody. I'm Eddie Mullins.